Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Happy Halloween, nerds. This week, don't miss a special spooky batch of episodes from NPR's new daily science podcast, Shortwave. We're going to talk about parasites that take over and control the brains of their hosts. Yes. Much like a podcaster does to their audience. (laughs) Listen and subscribe to Shortwave from NPR. All right, Marissa. Hey, Lindsay. I'm ready to play full-blown meltdown. What is full-blown meltdown? All right, so a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, Bob opened his mail, and he came over to our desk, and he gave us this pup zine. Pup, you know, the Canadian band that we love. So we got this zine, and in it is a board game. It comes with two buttons to represent us. We've got our buttons. We've got our dice. I got a five. Okay. Three. Four, five. I landed on life on the road. This is great. Okay. This is actually, there's an action item. Hey, guys, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Bob. This is a board game for two players only. Uh, what did okay, you get? Okay. Five says, your singer blows out their voice, so you have to drop off a tour missing five shows. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, this is tough. That's scary. Um, <laughs> and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Let's play some music. You roll the dice. Maybe you'll get something better. <laughs> all, right. all right. Since Marissa rolled the dice, Lindsay, you pick the song. Oh, by the way, you're connected to All Songs Considered. <laughs> <laughs> and it's NPR Music, and it's a board game, and I'm Bob Boylan, and Lindsay McKenna, and Marissa LaRusso are here, and keep going. We've got a new song from Illuminati Hotties. It's called People Pleaser.
I like that so much. Yes. And it was puppy related. There's something about change, trading your puppy for a wolf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Illuminati Hotties is Sarah Tudson's tender punk project. <laughs> Last year, she released her debut, Kiss Your Frenemies. It came out in May. It was one of my absolute favorites of the year. I think I talked about it to anyone who would listen to me. <laughs> and this year, she's toured with American Football, also with Pup. So, you know, the zine fits. And among other things that she's done, she released a song, again, the dog theme, called I Want to Keep your dog. Um, we really, this is all dogs considered. Yeah. Um, but this is another one-off single that there's no album that we know of yet, but all proceeds from this song on Bandcamp will go to the Trevor Project. So it's a pay what you want offering. Oh. The Trevor Project provides crisis intervention and suicide preventative services for LGBTQ young individuals under the age of 25. And she said that this song was created in a couple weeks ago in a vacuum, sort of one of those late night things. And she put it up and it is so fantastic. I love that. You know, Lars and I just did a whole show about Bandcamp and a decade stuff, right? So we're doing a series of 10 podcasts, uh, sort of moments, things that happened in the 2010s. Uh, and we did a whole show on Bandcamp. And one of the mission of Bandcamp is to make it possible for artists to do things in this case, fundraise and so yeah. forth and make it easy for that to happen. And that's so exciting that they've chosen to do that. Great cause. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Where are we going? Are we rolling the dice? I think I have a song I'd like to play, but I would love if Lindsay would roll the dice first. All right, let's see if I this can This is the pup fanzine game that maybe is online Oh, to no, buy. that was such a, a dud of a roll. Well, but I landed on four. Oh, no. The van's transmission blows. Oh, no. Use your advance to buy a old van, you fill in the word there, that will probably break down. Move back four spaces. Man, we just keep going back to the start. Wow. <laughs> the music industry is rough. <laughs> is um, anything good going to happen in this game? Looking ahead. Lindsay, what's our final purpose in this game? Like, what's the grand prize? It says, the object of this game is for at least one bandmate to make it to the hey Maybe things aren't so bad, Tile. Okay, if you do, great. congrats. That's okay. literally the best possible outcome. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, you have, uh, Marissa, you have something new from an artist we know, but not quite in this form. Yes, I have the first single from Francis Quinlan's um, debut solo album. Francis is, of course, the lead songwriter for the band Hopalong, of whom I am a really big fan. The really early Hopalong records were mostly just Frances by herself, um, but this is the, her debut album under her name. The album is called Likewise, and this first single is called Rare Thing. And they do dog songs too, don't they? Yes. Hopalong's last album was called Bark Your Head Off Dog. We're really big on dogs <laughs> wow. today. Just gonna, we'll keep digging into this. It's going somewhere. All right, here we go. My love in the dream, you were all speaking I was too shocked to make any one of my tired speeches listen that's a rare thing for me sunlight touches on the plants that I've been torturing yet when I Delay before your face alive. 
This is good. It is good. What you're saying with the smile that is like huge. <laughs> I mean, it, the smile goes from like the one earphone to the other earphone, right? It's rare that I'm this um, happy in public, but but Francis Quinlan's song is worth it. Um, but I reached out to ask her what the song is about, and she said, A friend told me once that love is, at its core, a power struggle. His conclusion dogged me for years. I sometimes still worry about it possibly being true, that we all love each other in this utterly conditional and selfish way. Worse, that I am guilty of treating others always with my own interests at heart. My niece was not yet born when I had that conversation. She's almost three now, and when I visit her, I find that the shame I carry around everywhere loses weight as I witness her joy and fascination with the world. It's not that I'm cured of my cynicism. I don't know that you can be cured. But she provides evidence to me constantly that there is indeed a greater and grateful kind of love, not focused on gaining higher ground or taking anything away from anyone. My niece's love for others is so generous. She's known me for such a short time and loves me anyway. I'm grateful to her and was thinking about her when I wrote Rare Thing. Wow. That's so sweet. A beautiful way to love indeed. That's great. This is like puppy love. Yeah. <laughs> Should I roll the dice? Can I? Can sure. I this, give it a roll. Give a... Here we go. Yeah. Good roll. Good roll. You got a six. Let's move mm. Marissa's piece. Little Dipper schedules a conference call. Let's a see. conference call? Does that mean a meeting? <laughs> That's oh, your media conglomerate is a Little Dipper. Okay. Oh, gosh. A much younger, and let's face it, a better band with a very similar name starts gaining a massive following. So much so that they send you a cease and desist letter. Ooh. <laughs> your use of the name is bringing down their brand. The Little Dipper management team doesn't think it's worth fighting and decides it would be better if you changed your band name. Both players move back to the start. <laughs> this is an incredibly sad scenario. Can I tell you kind of a true story that, that happened to me? Yes. Was, so, you know, Tiny Desk Unit was a band I used to be in. Right, of And course. in town, in D.C., there was a band called R.E.M. And they were good <laughs> friends. And we were, we had a record label, nine and a half by 16 records. We were going to record their record and we were going to put out their record. I go to the 930 Club one night and Greg, the guy who was the head of REM, comes up to me and he, he says, um, hey man, I'm really worried. I said, what do you worry about? We're going to the studio tomorrow. He says, there's this Athens band that's coming up and they're called REM. And I said, I said, Greg. Don't worry about it, really. I mean, you know, it's just another band. No, it'll, be, it'll be fine. You don't worry no about it. No one ever heard from those guys ever <laughs> right. again. Exactly. So anyway, that was my great advice. Where was I? Oh, you know what I want to do now? Halloween is coming. It's true. All right? And Lucy Dacus has been putting out a series of this EP. It's called 2019. A series of music. Lovey on Rose came out for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. She right. did a song, Forever Half Mass, for, uh, for uh, Fourth of July. So she comes out and she's putting out a Halloween song. What does she pick? She picks a cover song. She picks Phil Collins in the in the air tonight. Oh my gosh! I'm Iconic. scratching my head. I'm scratching my head. Why? 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 Right. And then uh, I listen to the words, which I guess I kind of really haven't in 30 years. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully. So uh, you ready, Lucy Dacus? Here she goes.
That was incredible. <laughs> I just love it. Listen, I had a caller because when inspired that as a Halloween song. So uh, I called her. She was in the van. The band was loading in in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a couple of minute conversations. Can I just uh, I'll play that conversation for you that I did yesterday? I don't know how you wound up picking this song for a Halloween song, but I never in a million years would have thought that. And so... Tell me his tale for you. <laughs> well, when you listen to the lyrics, like the first verse, he's saying, like, if I saw you drowning, I wouldn't save you. He's basically a murderer just watching this person die. That's so scary. So I've always been freaked out by the song. Wow. So I thought it would be good for Halloween. Also, I feel like Halloween parties, like, it needs to be scary and fun. And, like, there is nothing more fun than air drumming the fill to that song with a group of people <laughs> and dancing. That's, that's where the idea came from. The band, we listened to it on the radio when we were driving around L.A., put the windows all the way down, and we were just, like, air drumming. And I was like, dang, we've really got to cover this. Oh, my gosh. Well, you did it. Who's doing the actual drumming that's, on this? 
Yeah, that's Jake Finch. He played on um, Half of Historian, and he's a bud in Nashville. He doesn't tour with this. The dear Ricardo Lagomasino does the trick live, and he slays it every night. It's so much fun. I love that. Do you remember how old you were when you first heard this song? Um, I'm going to guess I was like seven or eight this is my parents era of music it's one of those that my mom would sing along to in the car my mom sings along to any song that she knows it's kind of just a part of my everyday life with her (laughs) it didn't occur to me until much later how dark the song was and there's all this lore about it being true and phil collins like not being able to swim and watching somebody watch his friend drown like his friend fell off a boat and this guy just didn't save him but phil collins couldn't save him because he couldn't swim but that's not true it's like there's just one interview on i think jimmy kimmel where he was like it's not true that i actually saw this like i wrote it when i was getting divorced i was just angry at the time i don't think he means to address it towards his ex-wife but i just know that he you know he was in a mood that day (laughs) in the studio (laughs) do you write songs where you don't know what they are meaning to you I try not to understand what I'm writing while it's happening because then I'll try to fit it back into whatever that experience was. But almost immediately when I finish a song, I'll read it and it will strike me as true to myself. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I finally found the words for this. Sometimes it's something that happened immediately and sometimes it's something that happened like five years ago. So I never know how it's going to go. It's awesome. The, this cover thing has just been a thrill ride uh, to, as a <laughs> listener, probably for you too, right? It's been so much fun. It feels like low stakes, uh, just every couple months being able to share something. And in the studio, like because they're not my songs, I've been able to just kind of let go and be like, okay, let's just think about the sound and not like the greater message mm-hmm. and like who I am as a person and how I want people to know me and like my core thoughts and beliefs like that's weighing on me whenever we make my music and yeah this was very kind of carefree and I learned a lot about the studio so I recommend it this is a cool way to put out music I enjoyed it a lot that's awesome and so uh, uh, Christmas is coming yeah yes (laughs) I uh I'm not a big fan of Christmas honestly and I think that that will be clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe maybe a holiday song, and maybe we'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm, maybe. Yeah. Thanks. Good. Say hi to everybody for me, and I hope to see you soon. I will. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks, Thanks for talking. Lucy Dacus, the EPs, twenty nineteen. Do you do like that? I, we all air drummed. I know. I was just thinking while she was talking about air drumming, how Lindsay and I paused the conversation when we were listening to the song, so we could both solemnly air drum. You gotta commit. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, Lucy Dacus, me and my dog, Bo Genius. Oh God. Well done. Well done. Uh, I'm going to take a break. Do you want to take a break? We're not doing so good in the board game. No, we're really not. (laughs) (laughs) This band is going uh, back Mm -hmm. home. Listen, I have hope for us. Our greatest hit is ahead of us. Great. And we have great music ahead, too. And uh, I'm Bob Boylan, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Tito's Handmade Vodka. Born and bred in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Music's just kind of part of our DNA, says Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller of Tito's Handmade Vodka. For recipes, videos, and more, visit them at titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, fifth generation incorporated, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, crafted to be savored responsibly.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Sonos. Brilliant sound your way. Discover speakers, home theater products, and audio components that connect over Wi-Fi. Create a custom sound system you can control with the Sonos app, Apple AirPlay 2, and your voice. Stream from your favorite services and enjoy music, podcasts, and more in any room of your home. And now take the sound anywhere with Move, the new battery-powered weather-resistant smart speaker. Learn more at Sonos.com. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm here with Lindsay McKenna. I'm here with Marissa LaRusso. We're playing uh, somewhat spooky dog-related music, <laughs> it feels like. Right? I, have a, I have a spooky song, Bob. All right. Um, I have a song called Good Scare. So uh, yeah, there you go. Um, by the artist Torres. Oh, we which, love Torres. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't have a dog connection on this one, though. Mm. Okay, hear stretch, me out. Stretch. Torres released an album called Sprinter. Yes. Dogs mm. like to run. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. But Good Scare is the first single from the new Torres album, which comes out in January, called Silver Tongue. Yay! I'm so excited about this record. Mackenzie Scott is the person behind Torres. Um, She put out three albums. I thought that they were each just like increasingly greater than the last. The last one was called Three Futures, which came out in 2017. This record will be her first for Merge, and it's the first record that she produced all by herself. Um, So the single is called Good Scare. Through the bars of a golden cage Don't make yourself Sick with the wanting skittish thing When you said you couldn't swing it
Oh, thank you, Torres. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Mackenzie. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Um, Mackenzie said, good scare is about pursuit. It arose out of the absurdity of being in love and out of the feeling of putting one's whole unguarded heart in someone's hands, fully trusting them not to shatter it. Wow. Mackenzie was doing a, a house show circuit in the last, you know, few months. And I saw her play in just, just like tiny house um, in the D.C. area in January and seeing her solo just with an electric guitar playing mm. old Torres songs, playing some new stuff that hadn't been released yet. It was just a really incredible experience and makes me excited to hear like what she's up to next and what's going to be on this record. Oh, I want to be at that house show. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's spin the dice. Okay. Actually. All right. One more All right. on this One pup more. game. I'll pop all the time. How many? Where are we going? I landed on three. One, two, three. Roll again. Roll again. Okay. I got two. two. Life on the road. Okay. Uh, I hope it's something happy this time. Your parents have decided that you can no longer rehearse <laughs> in their basement. <laughs> your part-time coffee shop job won't give you the days off tour. Your significant other is sick of you wasting your life in this directionless band. <laughs> they dump you. Oh, for someone who has their stuff figured out, it's time to grow up, go back to spaces, back to start. This is truly <laughs> a full-blown meltdown game. <laughs> is it actually ever possible to win this game? <laughs> this, and these are all, like, nearly, if not true, stories. I think so. <laughs> It's amazing. I want to play something. Uh, Julian Baker just put out a new song. It's a part of a series of uh, 45s that Sub Pop puts out. It's called the Sub Pop Singles Club. I'm going to play a song we did Lucy Dacus earlier in the air tonight. And this this is a different sort of being in the air tonight, at least the beginning of this song. So here we go.
So Julian Baker, uh, great new song. Uh, it's called Tokyo. It's a 45 uh, and also downloadable, which is wonderful. This is our like pop-themed show. And, you know, I woke up about 4.30 this morning, so I'm a little hazy. And I thought maybe <laughs> I was dreaming and so forth. But I brought in Lauren Anke because this morning she just told me this like totally bizarre story that must be told right now. I came into your office and we were talking about Ann Powers and, you know, musicians live in her neighborhood like next door and the next door and the next door and the next door and the next door. So what did you tell me this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) It's like this all the time at NPR Music, these sort of conversations. So Ann Powers, our great pop music critic who lives in Nashville, was out walking her dog and ran into Julian Baker. (laughs) (laughs) We don't make this stuff up. So Ann and I were texting about that last night. And we just played Julian Baker. something completely different. And I had the opportunity to tell Bob that story this morning to reiterate the point that Ann is living around artists and publicists and managers every second. And has a dog. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and has a dog. I love this. That's all. <laughs> what is going on in here? <laughs> You'll have to listen. It comes out Tuesday. <laughs> but Lauren, our boss, please know this is work. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, then. Do you want to roll the dice? And, oh, and, uh, yes. And Actually, before I we go to our next rolling song. rolling dice. It, it makes me feel like we could get and, lucky. Oh. And it came up. Pup. It just landed on pup. I think it's just the number one. Okay, move forward move one. Move one space. Where are we going? What do we got? Lauren, what does it say? Life on the road. All right, what happens? Your drummer quits to go to dental <laughs> school. Nothing happens. You can get a drum machine. Your turn is over. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Lauren Anki. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so we landed on pup. We're sticking with the dog theme. All right, let's walk with it here dogs chase squirrels i'm bringing a song from squirrel flower how does that work that's perfect but 
Squirrel flower. New. Squirrel, squirrel flower. New. Squirrel flower is 22-year-old Ella Williams. She just signed with Polyvinyl. And her debut called I Was Born Swimming will be out in January, on January 31st. So let's hear the first single. I'm just going to say, if you didn't play this, oh, I was going to play this. If neither of you had played it, I would have played it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a huge Squirrel Flower fan. I actually played a song of hers on this very show a little while ago. This is a big Squirrel Flower fan club. Yes. <laughs> Take that, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Squirrel Yay. Flower. Those guitars are so great. I love it. Absolutely fantastic. I think this is like a unanimous hooray from this pod right here. 
Ella Williams comes from a musical family, and she came up kind of in the music world. She sang with the Boston Children Chorus when she was a kid. She got involved in Boston DIY, which mm-hmm. I think is how Marissa. Absolutely. That's how I heard of her, yeah. So all credit goes to Marissa on this one. Uh, she shared it this morning, and I was like, yeah, this is fantastic. I overlooked this, so thank you. Just really excited to bring Red Shoulders to the show. And the album, I Was Born Swimming, will be out January 31st. I'm going to take us out on a group. Do you know Trupa Trupa? They're a, a group from Gdansk, Poland. Oh, wow. And uh, I just saw them at the pie shop. I don't know if you've been to the pie shop yet. I love the pie but shop. But it's really good upstairs f- music. And anyway, sounds like an ad. But uh, chicken pot pie, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love chicken pot pie right? in a show? And then a, and then a great band. So uh, Trupa Trupa played. Uh, they're one of these bands that are super, super loud but and punky, but then they're all of a sudden it's melodic Mm. so they do these two things Uh, they have a new album that came out last uh, month called Of The Sun I wrote to Gregor's Kitowski who's the lead singer of the band and he wrote me a really long thing thank you but I'm just going to say one thing that he did say (laughs) it was really really uh, poignant Uh, he says I think that in music Trooper Trooper is something like vital pessimism Uh, it's jolly but at the same time it's sad it's loud same time it's quiet and calm the song I'm going to play which is called Dream About is his favorite song Uh, it's my favorite song and we're going to go out on that excellent and I'll just say that our coverage of the end of the decade is happening so yes anything else you want to say Every week, Lindsay and I pull together a collection of the best stuff that NPR Music has published throughout the week and send off the NPR Music newsletter. Yeah. So if people want to read that, they can subscribe at npr.org slash music newsletter. And there's all kinds of stuff, including Tiny Desks. Tiny Desks. Concert stuff. A little editor's note from us. Um, coverage that's newsworthy. You name it. If it's music and if it happened with us, we are on it. Awesome. Here's Troopa Troopa. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Marissa. Thanks, Bob. PR Music. Oh, boy, that was great. It's all songs <laughs> considered. Did you practice that? No. <laughs> <laughs>